0: Thanks for joining the Money Happy Hour, where we make every hour happy hour for your money. I'm your host, Tom, the Savings Captain, and I'm joined by my producer, Radish, the hardest working dog in podcasting. Hey, today in this Money Happy Hour uh, shot, I'm going to take a few minutes and we're going to talk about, does Dave Ramsey beat the S&P 500? Does he average 12% on his mutual funds? We see those claims everywhere. We're going to spend some time breaking through where I think those numbers come from, and I'm going to give you a couple of conclusions. Hey, but before we do that, if you're new to the Money Happy Hour, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. We really appreciate your support. So before I jump in, I just want to say I am a fan of Dave Ramsey I'm not one of these people that's always out there on social media bashing him. I think Dave Ramsey does a lot of good. His baby steps for debt reduction, I think, work for most people. He has helped, I'm sure, millions of people just reestablish themselves financially. But as a former financial professional... Of over 30 years, I'm just skeptical of his investments, and I get skeptical of sometimes th- when a person projects the simplicity of beating the S&P 500 over an extended period of time uh, when they're doing it, especially with actively managed mutual funds. So I posed the same question uh, to my audience on X, and just got some great feedback. You know, the question I simply posed is you know, do you think Dave Ramsey averages 12% and beats the S&P 500? And the answers I got back, um, you know, hundreds of responses, Uh, the majority said no. You know, some of the responses I think got way off track, but I can just consolidate a lot of these responses into, I think, some valid points. Um, Some people suggested that, hey, Dave Ramsey, he's a wealthy person. He's got a wealth of net worth of over $500 million, that maybe his high net worth is giving him some sort of special access to investments when it comes to investing in the stock market. And I don't think that's the case. Um, Most of his investing is in real estate. And I'll I'll spend a minute or two talking about why I don't think that's the case. Um, A lot of people brought up the point They recognized also that, hey, it is hard to beat the average. Uh, There's most stats say 85 to 90 percent of active managers don't beat their benchmark over an extended period of time. And that's true. That's a fact. Um, Some people said that he is, you know, kind of getting excess returns by juicing up his returns. Things like synthetic investments. Uh, crypto, things of that, and I can say, no, I don't think that's the case at all. I've listened to Dave Ramsey for probably over 30 years. I enjoy the style of uh, callers calling in and he's answering it. Sometimes I play, what would Dave, how would Dave answer this question? And most of the time I think his advice. It is hard hitting. I would say, especially over the years, he's not become, he's become less warm and fuzzy. It seems like as he's either gotten older or wealthier, but what I do cringe is when he starts talking about investing and he starts Most of his calls, most of what he writes about and his call-in show, he tells his listeners when they invest just to invest in mutual funds. Four asset classes, either growth, growth and income, international and aggressive. That's it. Dave is so old school, he doesn't even use ETFs. He always tells listeners, no one should own an individual stock. Just invest in mutual funds. So I think, foundationally, I think that's a great anchor for a lot of people, not to stray in individual investments. You know, I do question ETFs are a much more efficient, low-cost way of investing in the market and picking up diversification. But listening to Dave, he doesn't do any of that. And I think as a listener of Dave for... The better part of 30 years since he began, I feel like I have a pretty good um, background to decode what Dave is likely investing in. By knowing this, it really shrinks down. It helps me boil down the ocean. So he's not not investing in index funds because he wants to beat the average. He's not investing in ETFs. He's not investing in individual stocks. You can be sure he's not investing in crypto to get... Uh, returns. I don't think he's buying things like uh, TSLY to get excess returns, like a covered call ETF on individual stocks. So where does that leave us? So that leaves us with a much smaller population of investments or investment types that he's probably investing in. Now, if you listen to Dave Ramsey, you probably hear him talk about his Smart Vester Pro. These are supposedly vetted investment professionals all around the country that will sit down with you and have that heart of a teacher to show you how to invest and what to invest in. So the When you're sitting down with an investment professional, they've got to make money. They've got to get paid somehow, either on some sort of fee of managing your portfolio or in what was called mutual funds, open-end, front-end loaded mutual funds. So I took a dive into at least one clue of what Dave is probably investing in and that led me to the American Fund family of funds that are distributed through commissioned or fee-based brokers. And Edward Jones is one of the larger distributors of American funds. So then I started looking at, well, based on that, we've got a clue. Well, let's just see if American funds, if that family of funds is beating, is averaging 12% and consistently beating the market. So I looked at six different mutual funds that have been around for a while that fall into the either the growth, growth and income, international, and aggressive investing style. And here is what I found. The AMCAP fund, it's a growth fund. That's average. And I use 10-year returns. And I could have cut and sliced and diced this, these numbers in a whole different bunch of ways. But 10 years seem like the most reasonable number and this thesis kind of holds up whether i go back one year three year five years ten years or even 30 years but all these funds have been in existence so let me go into it the amcap fund a growth fund ten point six five percent oh and by the way these numbers i'm giving you i did back out if you did pay the five and three quarters um, front end sales charge so ten point six five percent. Nope, that's not twelve percent. The Euro Pacific Fund—that's going to get us. That's their Hallmark International Fund. International investments haven't done well those past decade. Neither is this. That's five point three. Still not ten. Still not twelve percent. Um, I used a small cap world fund for international as well, just to see if we can get twelve percent return there. Nope. That came in at 807. We're getting close on American funds, one of their signature funds, the Growth Fund of America, 11.96%. And then the New Economy Fund, which would be a version of a small cap or aggressive growth fund, that came in at 10.17%. So I would conclude that's not 12%. Well, what would we have done if we just invested in the index during that same period of time? I picked VU, uh, Vanguard's S&P 500 ETF, and that's a 12.78% return as of late September 2023, going back 10 years. So we can sit here and criticize Dave all we want, and here's what I conclude Uh, My conclusion, and I still will stick to it, I think the 12% that he uses on his return average is a bit aggressive. I think that's an aggressive number to plug into calculators. And honestly, almost like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, until I see something a little more validating, I'm still going to remain skeptical if Dave is really getting a 12% return on his mutual funds. So that's one conclusion. I think the other conclusion is sometimes we can doubt the messenger so much that we miss the key message. I think the key message here is not to get lost in the 12% number. Instead, I think Dave does have a valid point. He sets people in the right direction. And I think the valid points are, yes, invest in something As your anchor of your portfolio, along the lines of growth, growth and income, international, aggressive, that makes a lot of sense. The world has changed a lot. Sometimes Dave hasn't changed with it, in my opinion. We now have ETFs, explore low-cost ETFs. If you average the market, you're going to win you're probably going to do better than most by just averaging the market. So sit back, simplify things, and so what? If you make 8%, 9%, 10% over a long stretch of time, in my opinion, a much more reasonable rate of return, you're going to win and you're going to be financially free. Hey, that's all I had for this Money Happy Hour shot. I hope you liked this. I hope you enjoyed Uh, taking a little bit of a deeper dive into the Dave Ramsey 12% number. We thank you for listening and look forward to your comments. And remember, make every hour your money happy hour.